Hello and welcome to another episode of Thought Shared Souls Baird. I'm Katie. And I'm Joe. And there's a lot going on. So just a quick little little break in your day is what we're going to give you as we discuss. Yes. Whatever we decide to discuss today. Yeah. We're going back and forth between Disenchanted and our 2023 predictions. And I say we just talk about both because I don't really have any predictions. So I'm like letting Katie take the lead on that. And then I'll just fill in when I think of things that she's talking. Because I think we've done that before. I mean, I feel like that's a lot of things. Okay. So like we, let's, start with, let's just start with Disenchanted then. So Disenchanted okay. came out like a month I don't have ago. a lot to say about Disenchanted. So that's fine. No, but I, I woke up one. I think I messaged you. I woke up one night or one morning just with the like insatiable need to discuss yeah. how hot Patrick Dempsey <laughs> and James Marsden are especially I talk in about it movies. I talk about it every day like it is something that is constantly on my mind especially James Marsden of course James I, just feel, I just feel like James Marsden is the pinnacle of a man written by a woman like he is like he is everything. Like he has been the one constant my whole life, <laughs> and I love him. <laughs> I I will say I did I did miss James Marsden in this movie. I wish there were more of him, and there, there wasn't, wasn't because you know what he said. Disney, I'll do what you need me to do, but I gotta go film Sonic too, which is so upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> Because there are scenes, there are scenes in that movie that is just Adina Menzel. <laughs> and I love her. I love her dearly. I did. I will but say this though. I did love that was very a, like. She does not have as big of enough of a role in this world to yeah. just satisfy like a scene between her and Giselle. Well, it's also, I think that what I liked about this movie, like, because I'm going to be a thousand percent honest. I did not enjoy this movie hardly at all like I truly didn't <laughs> enjoy watching it I thought it was um, cute and fine and nice background noise to have while no you it was it was cute and like Which yeah exactly like it was how I watched it noise. right but it was like it wasn't it anyway I'll get into it in a second what I wanted to say it's like the one thing that I really did enjoy about it was that it's like very girl boss like very like women-centric and I love to see that we I think that's great I just think that I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of the white men. So just the men. Well, yes, but like, James Marsden is just, he didn't sing enough. He didn't do enough of what I was wanting from him. No, but we got Patrick Dempsey. We got a Patrick Dempsey singing. We did, but like... James Marsden like that's Corny Collins it's Corny Collins it's 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 Corny Collins (laughs) I want James Marsden on Broadway so fucking bad (laughs) so badly like I'm so I'm so shocked he has not been Billy Flynn oh my god same like how is that possible perfect Billy Flynn are you kidding me Oh my I would God. book a flight immediately to go see Chicago. No, Broadway. literally, literally. In Chicago, I really... I, Chicago isn't a show I seek out. It's a show that finds me. 
if this year has taught me anything is I will go see Chicago if the right people are (laughs) (laughs) so like put James Marsden in Chicago put him as Billy Flynn I need it I'm I'm honestly surprised he hasn't played that role yet like yeah Stephen Moyer played him played Billy Flynn at the Hollywood Bowl Mm -hmm. I feel like they're not gonna do it again this year but like they could with James Marsden Mm. Um, here's my formal petition to whoever is directing (laughs) the next LA Phil show at the Hollywood Bowl this summer Um, whoever it is whatever it is Uh James Marston James Marston here's my here's my 2023 prediction here's my 2023 prediction James Marston on Broadway is that a (laughs) prediction or is it just a desire it's a need so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I will there's say like this. a Venn diagram of like predictions and desires and needs are like right in the middle whatever like, <laughs> I want the entire cast of Disenchanted on Broadway like in a show together that'd be so well, much fun Adina Menzel said that she's probably coming back to Broadway so like I would love to see it I've seen, James I in too. I've seen Adina <laughs> Menzel in two shows I saw her in If Then because she toured with it yeah. So I saw her yes. in that, but then she did this like just straight play at the Geffen, um, oh, yeah. called Skin Tight, which she also did off Broadway. She, it, yes. she took it from off Broadway to the Geffen, and she's a very good just like straight play actress. Oh she's yeah, very, I'm I sure. she's very good in it. Mm-hmm. I was excited to see her in it. Um, I've never seen her, so I would like to. Yeah, she's great. Um, mm-hmm. I'd also like to see Amy Adams. What's the last thing? Like the last stage bit? She just did. Something on the West End, didn't she? I could didn't not she tell. Just you. do Glass Menagerie on the West End. Oh, did she? Right. That or was, was that one of those things that they announced and then COVID like canceled? It? No, this was like recent. Because I remember thinking oh, every time right. I saw her picture, she looked like somebody else. Let me see. Yeah, she You're was. In the oh, it's because I thought every time she. <laughs> Every time I saw this picture, I thought she looked like Emily Deschanel. Really? Oh, she does. Oh, yeah. Okay, I could. She did the yeah. right. She looks exactly like Emily Deschanel. That's bones. Yeah. That's bones. That's <laughs> That's <her>. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that show. I loved that show. It's because my parent, my entire family, would be like watching it while we were eating dinner, and like I'd be home from dance, like nauseous, and, like not able to eat anything, and then they're just. <laughs> decomposed like corpses (laughs) I'd be like okay my friend got me into it in like eighth grade and I did the thing where Hulu would give you like the first two episodes of the series for free and then oh yeah and then only like the most recent three yeah so I went from I hated that that was so annoying I went from watching like the first two episodes and then watching like the finale of like season four or five or whatever it was where it was just a coma dream and I go something happened <laughs> between here and here and I was like I don't know what's going on so then I put it that's off like, and my friend would be like no what the hell did you just do you did what and she's like that's, go back. that's like whenever I watch like whenever I see those YouTube videos come up that are like watching the first and last episode of Gossip Girl and they get to like the last one and they're like something happened in between here I'm like yeah six seasons of a show what do you mean <laughs> Like, <laughs> no, but for mine, it was literally a coma dream. 
right like right. I was like at what point did the lab turn into a club <laughs> I want someone to watch the first and last episodes of brain dead having never seen the show have you seen Britain you haven't seen it no we watched the first and last episodes where am I supposed to stream this it's on Paramount Plus. I'll give you my login. It is literally because it's like my comfort show. So like I want someone who has never seen the show to watch the first and last episodes because in my head that's very unhinged but like I don't really know. Like I couldn't gauge it because I've seen it a million times. But there's only one season so like there's not much that happened. Yeah. Just a bunch of congress people getting their brains eaten. So anyway yeah. Amy Adams in yeah. Disenchanted well, a star. <laughs> But I feel like the last, like, New York thing, didn't she do, wasn't she the baker's wife in the Publix production of Into the Woods? I want to say yes. Like, 15 years ago? I want to say yes. That feels I want Amy Adams to do theater. Amy Adams. Are you one of those people that gets her confused with Isla Fisher? No good I can see Those how people make me small mad I can see it but I'm like they're so different like <laughs> like such different actresses and different like you may as well everything. get her mixed up with like Deborah Messing it's all it's all it has to do with right. coloring right I love Isla Fisher though she's incredible I think I've only Confessions of a Shopaholic is the best movie yeah so 2012 Into the Woods at the Delacorte Damn. And then 10 years later, The Last Menagerie at the Duke of York. <laughs> Put Amy Adams and Adina Menzel and James Marsden on Broadway. Um, on the great Broadway. Yes, please. I'd love to see it. See, but okay, that's one of my predictions for this upcoming year, though. Okay. It is, I put Viola Davis Returns to Broadway. Oh, I could, I could see that, for sure. But swap her out with any other, like, big name. Because yeah. I I know for a fact that I put on my 2022 um, predictions that Denzel Washington was coming back. He did. I remember you saying that. Yeah. He didn't, but his son did. Yeah. John David Washington, currently yeah. in, what is it, the piano lesson? Yep. Yeah. So I was close. Yeah. Flesh and blood did. Yeah. Did I remember you saying that and me just going, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> it's like, yeah. You're like, yeah, it can happen. See, that's the thing. It's like, my very, like, mellow. Um, yeah. But, okay, I feel like because we're not really even talking about Disenchanted, unless there's any, like, thing that's bothering you to talk Let about. Let me tell you why I don't like it. I'll tell you why I don't like it. Because I feel like it's the same way a lot of people feel. Because I had a lot of people tell me or post about or whatever that they felt the same way and it made me feel so validated because I kept putting off watching it because I was so afraid to watch it because I was like I've heard really bad things I don't want to watch this like I love Enchanted so much and I have an like I had it on I was sitting on my bed I was literally watching it like I wasn't doing anything I was fully watching it I was bored the entire time like I was about to fall asleep halfway through it was just boring to me it felt lazy it just like felt like they were like we have to get a sequel out let's just do it like let's just go and wrote like like, a script which is dumb because it's been 15 years exactly like that's why I'm so freaking I'm like Disney puts so much money in all the Avatar sequels and Disenchanted I mean Disenchanted was beautiful don't get me wrong like 
literally visually stunning but like really that's the script like it was just boring to me I don't know I guess because but, I half watched it I was fine with it but I do I, yeah, the I like is that it is cute like it is very cute it's good background noise but the yeah. one thing that bothered me about it is like what how how much time is supposed to have passed is it supposed to be 15 years? Because in that case, Morgan should be like in college and not like right. in the middle of high school. I want to say it's probably like 10 years, like realistically. I don't know. Because Morgan was what, like six in the first one? Yeah. Seven. From Morgan, I which I understand why. I don't know how kids age. Like, I don't get it. Um, But she's, yeah, like 16 in this one. I don't know. They I cast also her love very just well. like the friendship between the four adults I thought that was yeah. very cute I like how that was really cute I did like that yeah and I loved I, I loved the like, new people like <laughs> <laughs> Yvette Nicole Brown it was Yvette Nicole Brown um Jayma Mays and Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph who which Maya Rudolph with those bangs was like oh awful awful wig yeah and she was like the queen or whatever I was like oh yes she looks great right but I like, I like yikes I loved them like I was like these are the women we need like, it's like these, Jim these are perfect blonde. women <laughs> Jim May's blonde I was like ah! yes she was great I loved it I was living for it I was like yes so yeah good. and I love Yvette Nicole Brown and like everything so I love that woman. She shaped so much of my childhood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I forget that. And then I see her and I'm like, oh, she's everything. <laughs> she's incredible. Um, but yeah. So after I watched Disenchanted, I think like the next day or something, two days later, we had Ava over and mm-hmm. I made was I was trying to get her into watching the original Enchanted. Yeah. And so I put it on and she was like, no, I want to play my Legos. And I was like, okay, you can play your Legos, but I'm going to put the, I'm just going to, I'm going to watch this. And she's like, okay. And I tried to put it on like, or like Ottoman, but that's where she also plays all her Legos. And then I saw her, she was like, no. And then, so I put it on the ground and I was watching it. And then I would see her like playing with her Legos. And then she'd like look up and watch for a couple minutes. And then she'd go back to her Legos. And then she'd like came over and she like eventually put her Legos down and then was watching it and I was like oh yes I got her like heck yeah got her in and then eventually she was like I'm cold so then she got on the couch and we put the so then I moved her Legos back and I put the thing up on the ottoman and we were just watching it together and she got so into it and I was like yes I won kids are so like like they're like they're like men watching television shows. Well, that's exactly how I got like, my dad into Gilmore Girls. Right, like exactly. Like my dad will sit there and be like, "I'm not watching this. This is so stupid." And then he'll just sit there like, <laughs> "Like okay." Like that man refused to ever watch Graceland with me, and then he'd watch it. He would comment on everything, and I'm like, <laughs> "My God." There's, there's the one part in Enchanted where they go into. Robert's right Robert's the is Patrick Dempsey into his like office. No, Robert yes yeah oh my god my brain just like short the other one Edward it's Edward and Robert yes Edward yeah um so they go into like Robert's like building and it's clearly Columbus Circle um right. and <laughs> there's a statue and Ava just goes boobies <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she's so real for that she gets like, there i would not have <laughs> she's been, like i would not have even like clocked the statue at all but she was just like boy it's like a naked statue that's like my favorite thing about kids is like you can teach them that stuff and it is amazing because like my little cousins when they were really little my cousin Emily would like teach them like you know girls have vaginas boys have penises like it was so funny and like her mom was super conservative and like super like <laughs> like stresses out about stuff like that and so like at Christmas we'd always be like hey Graham what do girls have and he would just go vaginas <laughs> <laughs> And then her mom would be like, what? <laughs> it was like my favorite thing on the planet. It was so funny because we would all be like wine drunk, like sitting in the living room. <laughs> like, it was my favorite. I loved it. But then after I missed that era. After the movie was over, I was like, Ava, what was your favorite part? And she goes, when the squirrel pooped. <laughs> Which is, of course, talking about when... Uh, What's his character's name? Chip? Hip. 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 Hip, the chipmunk, gets so scared that the little, like, nugget pops out. And that was her favorite part. That tracks. That, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. She's like, she's like, when the squirrel pooped. Like, yeah. I remember when that movie came out, and, like, when I would really, like, think back on, like, what part of it I loved so much, I would literally just be like, Edward, he was... <laughs> everything to me <laughs> he was it and my sisters would all be like oh my god uh, hairspray had just come out like the year before exactly so like I was hooked on that man like that man was all I thought about constantly him and Zac Efron like that was it uh-huh. and so when we saw it in theaters like my whole family we all went and saw it in theaters it was like a big thing mm-hmm. and my sisters were like Patrick Dempsey obsessed whatever because my mom raised us on Patrick Dempsey like everything <laughs> and she loves him and um it's Richard Gere and Patrick Dempsey were like the two white men in my and Harrison Ford obviously but that's because of my dad um but like we, we saw it and my mom was always like what's your favorite part what's your favorite part and I was like Edward she hated that <laughs> hated it like she was like not Patrick Dempsey no James Marston thank you (laughs) no one else I know this is just becoming us talking about the original Enchanted the songs the original Enchanted are so good like the amount of times I'm just like around the house being like come my little friends as we all sing yeah (laughs) it sticks into your brain (laughs) merry little voices clear and strong the second one is like the songs were bops but I don't remember any of them they are not memorable. No. Like at all. One of my coworkers said that he had to re-watch the first one after he watched the second one as a palate cleanser. When like, you told me that, I literally responded with, I'm watching Princess and the Frog or Tangled because I need to watch like a good princess movie. <laughs> oh, but everyone in that movie aged like fine wine. They um, did. Like everyone's hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like absurd. <laughs> All four. I love their baby too. She's so cute. Cutie pie. Love her. What was her name like Sophie? I don't know. Sophia. I think it was Sophia because I remember going, oh, Sophia the first. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Naturally. Even though not. (laughs) Oh my God. I was just scrolling down Amy Adams' Wikipedia page. I forgot she played the mom in Dear Van Hansen. (laughs) 
she was she didn't she was wonderful she was sensational. don't but like it's like I watched it because like I was like one day I'll get wine drunk by myself I'll turn it on to watch like Danny Pino <laughs> that's it and so I turn it on and the worst part of it was Ben Platt of course and as I'm watching it I have no attachment to Darren Hansen like at all like I don't like the storyline I don't like half the characters like I just I don't like it but I also have Colton Ryan everyone knows that um but like I remember weeping at Danny Pino because him and Amy Adams were so good in that movie. Like everyone but Ben Platt was like sensational in that movie. But the movie itself was bad. Like everyone was great. The movie was bad. It really was unfortunate. But Danny Pino and Amy Adams wrecked me. They were so good. <laughs> so I recommend like watching it and only watching their scenes. So it was Sophia. I vividly remember going, Sophia the first, even though it has nothing to do with any of it. Although, who knows? Like, Disney put, remember in the first one, Disney put every single, like, Disney reference in. Well, that's the thing is, there were a lot in this one, too, but, like, I couldn't, I didn't notice as many. Um, like, in like the first Morgan, one, you literally, Morgan had, what was it? I was going to say, in the first one, you literally have, um, Jody Benson and Judy Kuhn in it. Right. This little cameo. Like in this one, it was like it was I don't know how to explain them one like the Easter eggs and stuff in this one. Because I didn't notice as many of them. The main one that I noticed was like Morgan's song, the little like Ariel Little Mermaid moment. Like that was like the only one that I really noticed. Mm. And like looked at and was like, oh my god like I was like that's literally a little mermaid um but even then like I was like that's the most basic like easter egg to do <laughs> because it was just her like jumping up on the thing and like water like coming up and I was like okay that's it um one that you could kind of say is an easter egg is James Monroe Eigelhart's in it he is I for playing I... the genie in Aladdin on Broadway I him I forgot he was Anne Harada was in it too. Yes, Anne Harada was in it, and she was one of the stepsisters in Cinderella. But that's not broad. That's, that's not, not Disney. It's not Disney. So I'm, like, I'm literally on her. I'm just like in my head. I'm just like, oh, the Broadway people are in it, but I like forgot about because I literally forgot half of that movie. Anne Harada was in. Hmm. Hmm. I guess I love Anne Harada. There's a ton of like. I was gonna say she was in Into the Woods. But then, like, she's currently in Into the Woods. Yeah. Which was a Disney movie. Yeah. And, but not, uh, that's a loose connection. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. hell, <laughs> Idina Menzel. <laughs> Idina Menzel is uh, Elsa. That's, yeah. That's the funniest thing to me is, like, with animated versus live action, it's really easy to just throw in the same people. But then you have like Tom Hanks playing Geppetto and Walt Disney. And I'm like, if I was a kid, I'd be confused as hell. Like, I'd be like, how is that <laughs> the same person? That used to freak right. me out. Like, I remember I would watch, I love Cheaper by the Dozen. And then I went and saw the Pink Panther. And I was like, why <laughs> is Steve Martin kissing? I rewatched Pink Panther the other day. Movie? Is it Beyonce in that movie? 
Yes, I, was like, I rewatched like, Pink Panther the other day. Because Beyonce and not Bonnie Hunt or whoever, whatever it was. Literally, I was like, so that was one of our go-to road trip movies was Pink Panther. Like we loved the Pink Panther movie, <laughs> and because we're a Steve Martin household, like we love Steve Martin. And um, like I rewatched it the other day because I went with my um best friend to her makeup trial for the wedding. And we, like, went back to her house. We watched, like, a really bad... We watched that new Christmas Carol, like, animated movie on Netflix. It's really bad to watch. <laughs> like, it's very confusing and very weird. No, in a Christmas Carol, I do not watch. Well, this one's, like, a, it's, like, a kid's version. But, like, it was... It made no sense. Like, it was just bad. Um, But it had, like, a lot of... It was musical. And it had um, Luke Evans. Rafi was in it. Like, it had some good people in it. But, um... But anyways, and then we watched Pink Panther because she was like, oh my god, I've never seen that. And I was like, Emily, it is literally one of the funniest movies like on the planet. Like, like it is so good. And so I turned it on and we were dying the entire time. I was like, this is as good as I remember it. <laughs> it's like this movie I is that movie art. once when it was in theaters and I was so like, I'm not even kidding. I was like, he's married to Bonnie Hunt. Why is he kissing Beyonce? I That's was... like the craziest thing though. It's like as kids, your brain cannot comprehend that. No, yeah. Doesn't yeah. make sense. Anyway, I just was typing in Cheaper of the Dozen to make sure that it was Bonnie Hunt, which it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And then it brought up Cheaper of the Dozen 2022 film. And this- It's not even Cheaper by the Dozen. Oh, it's like that other movie. Yes, it's basically a remake of that, but they were like, it's cheaper by the dozen. No, it's not. Like, mine and ours. Right. It was like, I remember the controversy with that because, like, everybody on TikTok was like, this is not cheaper by the dozen. And I'm like, it's not. What is this film? This is not. Like, no, this is stupid. I haven't seen this version, nor have I seen yours, mine, and ours, but I know yours, mine, and ours is about a blended family. And cheaper by the dozen. And that's what. Two parents who couldn't stop having sex. Yeah. Yeah. Cheaper by the Dozen, those were other movies that were like really big road trip movies for my me and my sisters. We love Cheaper by the Dozen. My first uh, glimpse. And the B movie. Um, an obsession that was another one. Lautner. Cheaper by the Dozen 2 gave me the first glimpse into what would become a gnarly obsession with Taylor Lautner. That's, yeah. Because guess That's who became fair. a Twilight kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> no, you became a Hunger Games kid, so. Right. Not much better. Hunger Games. <laughs> not much different. Not much. It was honestly kind of worse. <laughs> I remember I was like 17 and my mom like won tickets to like a Twilight convention at the Beverly Hilton. Yeah. And it was like after I was kind of like over my phase. So we went and I was just like, I'm so uncomfortable being <laughs> But like, That's I how I feel now. But like, all of them were there. Like, Taylor Lowe. Damn. Kirsten, Kirsten, what the fuck is her name? Kirsten, Kristen Stewart. Uh, Robert Pattinson. Like, I remember, like, sometimes I think, like, did I dream that? I literally, like, so fun fact. Tried to forget it happened. Fun fact about Jill. My first trip to New York was one of the worst trips I've ever had in my entire life. But the whole reason I went was to go to the Hunger Games exhibition in Times Square at the Discovery <laughs> Times Square. And like, it was one of my, my mom gifted me and my sister like this trip or whatever. We drove, it was awful. Oof. I was like 15, so I couldn't drive. So I had to be car sick in the backseat <laughs> the entire time. And my sister and her friend were like, took me. And it was literally horrendous. Like it was just a terrible trip. I didn't get to do anything else that I wanted. Like it was just bad. 
and um I don't remember a single bit of that Hunger Games exhibition like I could not tell you <laughs> anything I spent $300 in the gift shop though tell you that much but I don't remember literally anything else like I remember I bought because I had three out of four of the pins so I had to buy the other one and then I had to buy my friend's pins and I bought my friend the plush buttercup like the cat I bought her that for like a birthday present and then like I bought a bunch of the like random picture book things I bought like I had like a giant like I was lugging around bags with the <laughs> Hunger Games like Mockingjay logo on them <laughs> around Times Square so like you know it's fine now I just carry around playbills so it's just it's a whole thing but I like vividly remember looking at my sister before we went and I was like can we please go see a Broadway show like that's all I like that's the only other thing that I wanted to do is go and see a show and she was like no like she was such a bitch about it I was so mad at her like I literally could not have been more pissed off at her because I really wanted to see Chicago because like I grew up a Chicago kid like I love Chicago and so that could have been the first time I saw it but it wasn't <laughs> no was Pamela Anderson. this year have you seen Chicago three or four this year mm-hmm. twice on Broadway mm-hmm. technically yeah twice on Broadway twice at the Lex because I saw invited dress and opening night so <laughs> <laughs> That's like me, where I'm like, I didn't see Wicked for so long. Right. Four <laughs> times this year. <laughs> this one twice on Broadway. I definitely am like gonna see Wicked probably in January and February, if I'm being honest with you, because I miss it I a love lot. Wicked. <laughs> I miss it so much. So I'm like, I'm probably gonna go to the Gershwin a couple times <laughs> in January and February. God, it's such a fun show. Because the only other show that I have planned for my birthday trip is Moulin Rouge. So I'm like, what else? Like, go catch some other stuff, whatever. <laughs> um, my birthday trip I haven't even booked yet because I'm still trying to figure out exactly how I'm doing it. Because, like, I'm going to New York, taking the train down to D.C. and then flying back from D.C. So, like, I haven't figured out anything. I've done that. Anymore. I did that when I I'm excited to do it because I'm going to New York to see Moulin Rouge on my birthday to see Mr. Antivate's return. <laughs> <laughs> um going down to DC for the first week of Into the Woods tour at the Kennedy Center because it starts on my birthday so I was like I was texting my college roommate and I was like hey Evan do you want to go see Into the Woods like with me and your mom like should we all go for my birthday and she was like actually my mom hates Into the Woods and I was like why and she goes because of act two and I was like oh that's fair and then I was like but like will she go and she's like if for your birthday she'll go and I'm like okay that's good <laughs> like I've always wanted to see a show with her mom so I'm like can we please take Marianne like I love her she's the best she's she's always wanted to take me to see Jersey Boys though she's a big Jersey Boys girly so like she's always like we should go see Jersey Boys together and I'm like Marianne where <laughs> where are we seeing Jersey Boys like please tell me she loves a bio jukebox musical anyway I want to get into my 2023 theater production predictions. Yes. Okay. So my first one, it just says um, major star vehicle. And I think by that, what I thought was that there's going to be a show, most likely a play, but possibly a musical. Yeah. To say, 
um, not me, not I. Um, are you okay? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm trying to clear out my, I'm trying to clear out the shit in my throat. So I took this little licorice thing. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So I it think there's going to be, <laughs> so I think there's going to be a show and it is going to have such a massive, like star in it not a star that normally does Broadway or has like a history of doing Broadway I'm talking like a Tom Hanks I'm who has done who has done one Broadway show it's called like Lucky Guy or something with um Nora Ephron what are you what are you saying I have an idea you said Tom Hanks okay Tom Hanks or like a like a like a Brad Pitt maybe yeah, no. <laughs> not I'm just saying some like big star that's gonna like attract like a lot that, of people. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Somebody like um like Denzel Washington coming back to Broadway. <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Eventually it's gonna come true or one of It's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> some it's gonna happen or it won't. Yeah. Um yeah. but I do think like a major star is going to be in like a show. Okay. I don't know if it's okay. a musical or a play or what. It'd make more sense for it to be a play. Right. I can see that. Yeah. I can see it. Um, from that, I have a desire. <laughs> <laughs> My prediction's your desires. Yes. Because <laughs> you said Tom Hanks, and so it really got me thinking. Um, like really just set some things in emotion in my brain. Is what if we had a Catch Me If You Can revival? Oh my god. <laughs> With Tom Hanks reprising his role as Carl Hanratty from the hit film. You know, like, I just. Do we know if Tom Hanks can sing? I and think dance? Because that's a, that's a heavy dance track. I think he, I believe in him, Katie. I, I believe in him. Okay. If Harrison Ford comes to Broadway. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think he would. That's his wife might. spiraling. Don't do that. His wife might. I've seen that's gonna like send me literally. Um, I saw Calista Flockhart in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. I quite literally, so I saw the new Indiana Jones trailer, like the teaser trailer that came out literally like last week. I wept for an hour, like I could not stop crying. It was so good. I don't know what the hell this is about. Another one, it's his final one, like it's like his final. The there will only, never be another Indiana Jones after this. Anytime I've told people this, they um, look at me with shock and disgust. But the only Indiana Jones movie I've seen is that last one that came out in like 2000. <laughs> the shock and disgust on your face. I'm um, going to vomit right now, Katie. That was... I don't even know what happened in it. Here's the thing. is I told I my dad this the other day and he looked at me with such disappointment. <laughs> he felt so bad. I told him that the first red flag that I should have acknowledged with the guy I dated earlier this year, other than the fact that he was a white tenor, the, or the other red flag I should have noticed is that he said his favorite Indiana Jones movie was the fourth one. And I was like, and I told my dad that and he was like, that should have ended then and there. Why would you have continued that? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, you tell me um because it's objectively one of the worst movies I've ever seen like my family we all went and saw it we walked out of the theater we did not finish it so yeah it's the only, it's the only one I've seen I recommend literally every single other one <laughs> <laughs> I, recommend I recommend the three others 
Yeah, I recommend literally all of the other three. Like, <laughs> 1,000%. Um, Raiders of the Lost Ark is one of the best movies ever made. I stand by that. I know that I'm right. Um, <laughs> but, like, when I tell you, I am so excited for this one, solely because when I was watching it, they do, like, the de-aging CGI, you know, like, it always looks really bad. In this one, just from the trailer, I was shocked at how good it looked. Like, it was very well done. Why are they de-aging him? Because of the way, well, they only de-age him for a section of the film. So, like, I read up more on it. And so, basically, it takes place, it starts a few years after, I believe, the first movie. And it does, like, a little bit of that. And then goes, like, way ahead into, like, his current age, current, you know, whatever. So, he looks normal for, like, the rest of the movie. Um, from my understanding, that's what it is. Like, he's not de-aged the entire movie or anything. Mm-hmm. Um but I like was watching it with my friend who like knows nothing about Indiana Jones and I was watching it and I was like crying and she goes how did they make him look like that again it's like <laughs> no like we were spooked like it was so funny because I mean it's not like he's aged poorly like he looks great he will yeah, always he be the hottest right like he'll always be the hottest man in the world to me but you know that's the whole other situation it's fine Punching a Nazi really does something to you. It'll really... It makes you feel a certain way. Watching a man punch a Nazi. It's nice. Yeah. Like um, Christopher Plummer. It's not music. Just, <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> we love that. <laughs> we love anti-fascism. Yes. Uh, we love Christopher Plummer and Harrison Ford. I miss Christopher Plummer every day. <laughs> um okay that's my prediction he will come back from the dead <laughs> just for i'd me. like to see it happen um just okay <laughs> my second one is that a regional show is gonna get insanely popular and then gonna come to broadway because of it do like, you think it's one of the ones from that we've been messaging about you're gonna have to i'm i'm drawing from the east west players oh uh, mm, no yeah, musical sounds really good. That one that I was like, oh, this sounds incredible. Um, yeah, because they only announced three, and one was Christina Wong, Sweatshop Overlord, and that's not a musical. Um, yeah. But they are doing okay. Deaf West Spring Awakening, which I'm very, not deaf. God, it's not Deaf West. <laughs> I'm just so conditioned to say that because whenever I talk about yeah. music, it's the only one I talk about. So it's the first that pops up. That's the only one most people talk about is Deaf West. <laughs> and you know what? Good. Um. <laughs> but the other musical sounds really 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 good what's it called again um I, don't remember. I sent it to a bunch of people and I was like y'all this sounds incredible <laughs> yeah I will definitely see it because I love supporting East West players um <clears throat> it's called this side of this side of the world a woman yes a woman flies from the Philippines to America with a one-way ticket and a suitcase full of stories collected from immigrants who came before her. Tales of overseas workers, young lovers, and gossipy church ladies. Snapshots of undocumented immigrants and millennial processes. Oh, princesses. Jesus, I, I'm having that thing where I don't know how to read again. <laughs> um, snapshots of undocumented immigrants millennial princesses and first generation americans suspended above the ocean she replays these stories in her mind as she searches for the courage to embrace her future the soaring world premiere musical gives voice to filipino immigrants navigating old lives and beginning and new beginnings uh 8000 miles from home this heart-filled song cycle 
was presented as a staged workshop by East West players in July 2020. Yeah. I think exciting. it sounds very good. Um <clears throat> no. I'm thinking something like uh I don't know, something that just like really starts. And granted, like my first thought is like something that starts in LA and then mm-hmm. gains momentum because I feel like a lot of things here can gain momentum. Um yeah. whether it's the show I just saw, Invincible, or I don't know, something from the Pasadena Playhouse, something from SCR. Like, I'd be very interested to see, like, because you know how when back in, like, September 2019, everyone was comparing the two different um, little shops? Mm-hmm. There was a little shop that was happening off-Broadway that is still currently running, and then there was the one at the Pasadena Playhouse, and everyone was, yeah. like, so excited about the Pasadena Playhouse's production. I'm thinking, like, something like that. I don't know if it'll be at the Pasadena Playhouse, in fact, I doubt it will be because this season they're doing all Sondheim. And while I'm very excited about that, there are going to be a lot of Sondheim stuff on Broadway soon. A lot. So I can't imagine it's that. Yeah. But I don't um, know. Maybe something else. I would like to see like a regional show from like the Midwest or like. Yeah. Give me, give me a, like a, know? well, you know, what's exciting is the, I think it's the, Goodman who did it or maybe it was Steppenwolf um Goodnight Oscar is coming to Broadway I think that was I think that was the Goodman I was it the Goodman with uh Sean Hayes and he's bringing it to Broadway yeah. which is very exciting yeah um does that ever throw you off that like you have the same last name as like you have a very common it was the Goodman it was it's yeah. Do you know what's crazy, though, about my name is I had a science teacher in high school with the last name Hayes. No relation, literally at all. But it was always so funny. I was like, Mrs. Hayes. Well, also, very like, weird for there me. was a president with your last name. Mm-hmm. My last Hayes. name is not He had a common. really great beard. There's like 18 of us in the entire country, so. I had a weird fixation on Rutherford B. Hayes for like two weeks once because he had the same last name as me and I thought that was really cool. Um, Like anyone with the same last name. I love my last name. Like I have a lot of like, I don't know. I have a lot of family pride with like my dad's side for some reason. Like I just really love my last name. And so like if I ever get married, I won't be changing my last name. Like I will be Jillian Hayes forever. Um, That's like something that's very important to me. I mean, same. I feel like my last name is very much me. Yeah, like same. Like I'm like I feel very me with my last name. Like I don't feel, I wouldn't feel me with any other last name. Um, like one of my sisters, she didn't change her last name or hyphenated or anything when she got married last year because she felt the same way. Like she's like that's very much like a part of my identity. So like, it's yeah, and weird. also it's like I my older like sister wanting to do it if it's something you genuinely want to do. But right, like it's very old fashioned. What's another production you got? Oh, the next one I have. Let's see. Okay. I think that there's going to be a lot of buzz and news, hopefully, around that Florence and the Machine Gatsby musical that we're supposed to get at some point. Ashley and I were texting about this literally two weeks ago. <laughs> like, we were literally just talking about this. Well, because there were two that were announced. There was, like, a weird... Yes. A, I, I say weird, but when I say weird, I mean, like, something I'm very interested in. The immersive one yeah there's supposed to be an immersive it's coming one. from london mm-hmm. and then do we know when that's coming in um early spring i believe it's like march or april 
Um, um, I'm excited about that one. I'm not like the biggest Gatsby person, oh, but no, I no. love. But I want like an immersive vibe of Gatsby. Can you? They just did a Gatsby experience in LA somewhere, but it was like mm-hmm. way too expensive. Um, yeah. and it was kind of like I feel like in the same vein as that like Bridgerton experience, where it's like it's not a show; yeah. it's just like a thing you go to. Yeah. Um. But I, I'd imagine like a show would be so much fun. I really like, that want to like that would be very so fun. Well, and everything I've heard from the London production is like it's super fun. Like it's like a good time. Yeah. Um, what you mean? It's, it's Gatsby. Like I'm just chasing that good. great comet high. You know. That's fair. There's... But like I was texting Ashley about it because I genuinely thought the only other one was the like Florence Welch one. <laughs> Yeah. I was proven incorrect. There's like three. So there's um, another one. Well, there's two, and then the immersive one. So like in my head, I'm like, there's oh, three. Oh, I thought it was just the Florence Welch, and then the. Oh no, there's another one too, and it's I don't know what the I don't know, but um, I was texting Ashley about it because I saw something. I didn't read the article. I just saw like the thumbnail or whatever, and I sent her a screenshot. And I literally, I've said this for years, and I really hope that the Florence Welch one does this. I want Aaron to bait as either Gatsby or Nick because he was made for that. And I told Ashley that and she goes, yes, put him in the Florence Welch one. Like she was like, he literally is perfect for it. And I'm like, I know. And I'm not one of those people that like, I want Aaron to bait in anything like by any means. Cause I know. Oh, has... this other one was literally just announced last week. Yeah. Like literally just announced. Um, like, I'm not that person that's like, put Aaron Spade in Phantom. No, that's not in his skill set. That's not Although he would be a good role. See, I think he'd be a good role, but people want him to play the Phantom. And I'm like, you're no. fucking crazy. Like, no. Um, which I saw a TikTok about it literally like two days ago. And it reminded me of that. But like, I think, and I don't know who I think he'd be better as. Like, I think he'd be a really great Nick. And I also think he'd be a really good Gatsby. Like, I literally could not tell you. Well, I think you'd which want one him to be Nick him. because you'd want him to be, I don't, while the, while being the titular character, I don't think yeah. Nick is, or Gatsby is the main character. He's not. Nick is Nick the main is. character. He's the narrator. Like, he literally is guiding you through the entire story. So and it's, in that case, story. I think if you want him to be the lead. Well, I don't know if I necessarily want him to be the lead because I think, like, that's the thing is with both of those roles, I see how he could do it. Like, I see how he could do both perfectly. Like, I genuinely could see him in both. In my head. But I told Ashley, I was like, imagine it's like a duel. (laughs) In my head, Gatsby doesn't sing. Okay, that's. Nick does. I could see that. Neither Gatsby or Daisy sing. I could see that. I could see that. I just think that, like, if he were made for anything that isn't, like, Frank Abagnale Jr., it is Gatsby. Like, it is anything in Gatsby. He has to be in it. But I want him in the Florence Welch one. Because I don't know what the hell this other one is, but I want him in the Florence Welch well, one that I'm we have been promised. The, I'm here for this this immersive one. I'm, I've been out I'll of say. the loop. I'm so out of the loop. Because apparently it says... Uh, performances begin March March 9th, twenty twenty three. Yeah, they not a few months ago, and they're and it's happening at Park Central. Yep, Hotel. I'm excited. I'm excited to go too. I don't know when I'll mm-hmm. be able to, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. We should go together. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it and make a plan now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
I'll be in New York, January, February, March, just like I was this year. <laughs> just there for the first six months. <laughs> um okay the next thing I have on here I think is my Viola Davis oh yeah Viola Davis Broadway return which is different than my (laughs) which apparently in my head is different than my major star vehicle but I think that's different because Viola Davis you know did like fences and like she's like classically trained theater actress um I think about fences a lot though we did like an analogy on it in my one of my theater classes in college did you watch it yeah because they made the movie right is that what you watched mm-hmm. the movie yeah we watched the movie but like we read it for it was for theater aesthetics we like read it and then we did like a deep dive on it and um watched the film I've never seen it it's good but I just watched her hot ones episode and I was like I mean how can it not be good though you know what I mean like yeah. it's like you know I watched her hot ones episode and I was like Viola I like you I want to see her hot ones episode is so good (laughs) (laughs) I love hot ones I think that is one of the best like interview anything ever because that man can get them to say whatever he wants he's also can get anything also in that category of like not typically attractive but he's so attractive like like Pete Davidson for what (laughs) he's like with pete davidson and steve buscemi where it's like i don't know why i follow, find you what? attractive oh, wait 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 no did yes. you say steve buscemi yes i can like kind of see pete davidson i personally don't get that like i can see it but i don't get it it's but the steve energy buscemi? it's the vibe yeah you're the only person that has ever person. said that Mm-mm. i know i'm not you know how I know I'm not? Because that is not personally my opinion, but I've heard other people call him attractive. So I'm lumping him in that group. That's so funny. Because personally, I've never heard anybody say that. Attractive. Okay. I've never heard anybody say that. I'm lumping him in the group with Pete Davidson. Interesting. We're like, Pete Davidson, huh? But then you're like, "Mm, I kind of get it. That's interesting. I don't get either of them, but like, that's interesting. But Sean Evans, yeah. Hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only other bald man that I find attractive is like Jason Statham. <laughs> so, again, Pink Panther really did something to me. I must need to rewatch Pink Panther because I need don't to rewatch it at all. He's like, he's Beyonce's boyfriend that like dies in the beginning. He's what starts the whole investigation didn't know how the movie started he, I don't uh, remember that I don't remember he wasn't fully at bald all. at the time though maybe you're just like not remembering no wasn't I'm just not bald. remembering that movie at all that's fair but and just every time I think of Pink Panther I think of Splenda because I'm pretty sure the Pink Panther was like the mascot of Splenda no not Splenda yes yeah but like Okay, let's put Jason Statham on Broadway. Now that we're on this discussion, I would love to talk about this. I <laughs> Jason Statham. Jason Statham, I don't know why you said that. And my brain first thought of like Nick Kroll doing a Jason Statham impersonation. <laughs> so now I'm like, like Nick Kroll to Broadway. I think here's what I want. I want Expendables the musical starring Sylvester Stallone and Jason Statham. And it's only me in the audience because I'm the target demographic for that musical. Those are some of my favorite, like, guilty pleasure movies. I love the Expendables movies. I've never seen it. 
here's something here's I want you to imagine this Katie it is it like changed the like chemistry in my brain it was incredible to see this in Expendables 2 starring a multitude of white men that I find incredibly attractive well, isn't it all just like a bunch of like, old action stars so isn't like yeah. Schwarzenegger in it yeah he's in yeah and... I am so confused by I don't know if I like him or not I don't I don't trust them no thank you I don't um, know what how I feel about him that man was my governor for eight years he was think about that isn't that crazy yeah no I think about it daily I'm like that man was a governor okay. of the lar- of the fifth largest economy in the world yeah <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> but here's the thing. my parents voted for him probably here's the thing though about Expendables so in the second one they had Jean-Claude Van Damme in it but they could only afford him for like a portion of the film so you mean you mean like James Marsden in Disenchanted yes so like so Jean-Claude Van Damme was only in like bits and pieces of it like from what I remember he he was like the main like bad guy in that movie but he was only in like half of the film like it was crazy (laughs) but there's this scene in that movie that literally altered my brain chemistry forever like it is seared into my brain when I fall asleep at night I think about it it is incredible it's Liam Hemsworth like kneeled down on the ground being held by his arms like by these big like broad-shouldered men and Jean-Claude Van Damme holds a knife to his chest and kicks it into his chest it is remarkable it is literally one of the is this, sexiest is this, things is this Aaron Tveit with the pipe in Les Mis? <laughs> why would you bring that up like now we have to talk about that <laughs> it's not the way that the altered my brain chemistry that was that, that did was something like, oh, to everybody i think like <laughs> something that, that hit everybody <laughs> i literally like when i tell you i was watching expendables 2 and i watched this scene and i was like teary-eyed like that was the greatest thing i'd ever seen <laughs> because in my brain i was like jean-claude van damme just kicked a knife into Liam Hemsworth's chest and this was before Hunger Games this was this was post last song pre Hunger Games Liam Hemsworth like I love Liam Hemsworth so much like I could talk to him for years but this was like he was barely in the movie he was only in the first 30 minutes of the movie and he died that way and let me tell you that is quite literally how I want to die like I think that's how I want to go is I want Jean-Claude Van Damme to kick a knife into my chest noted just you know like, you keep saying Jean-Claude Van Damme yeah. um I have you know, no I don't know, who know? He, I know the name I don't know the face that's unfortunate in um, fact for that matter I don't know what Jason Statham looks like either Jason Statham is so and you're gonna hate this I mix up Sylvester Stallone and Al Pacino I'm always like, yeah, Sylvester Stallone's done theater. And I'm like, no, that's Brad. That's Al Pacino. Although maybe he has. I don't know. That. He's one of those other two. You know, that's you know, my, another list of, thing. You know my list of people that I mix up. Yes. That's or not mix up, but like told... in my head, they're the same person. That's another thing. If I told my dad that, he would kick me out. Like he would be done with me. <laughs> he would like, be so mad. Like in theory, I know who they are. Right. Yes, I would hope so. 
like it's if like, you were to show me I could be like yeah that's that person but in they my also head, don't play the same roles mm-mm. like at all nope <laughs> no Pacino's was like a mobster and Sylvester Stallone's Rocky I'm literally looking at a picture of Sylvester Stallone right now are you telling me this man couldn't play a mobster he could but he doesn't are we sure about that I don't know I don't know his entire filmography Ugh, there's a picture of him with the Reagans uh, vom yeah unfortunate political have you seen jason statham have you seen what he looks like do you know now let me look he's so fine for like no reason like he's the only bald man that i find attractive it is absurd he looks like every other oh he's british yeah oh he's engaged to rosie huntington whiteley who i mix up with rose byrne that's well their names are similar so yeah um who's the other person you said jean claude van damme how do you spell that j-e-a-n okay got it (laughs) oh never seen this man's face before in my life (laughs) you need to just sit down and watch all three expendables movies it's get it's going old it's getting so his his main wikipedia picture is from 2010 he's wearing the ugliest sunglasses in the world um oh that's his entire being he's he's a kickboxing record the entirety of expendables this man has been married six times and sorry five times twice to the same person and currently is married to that same person it'd be like that I don't know anything about that man outside of expendables 2 like I'm gonna be a thousand percent honest I don't know anything about him outside of Expendables 2, and I just think he's one of the most, like, There's a statue of him in Belgium. I should go there. And one in Azerbaijan. (laughs) Uh, Sorry, no, there's there's a statue of him in Belgium, and then there's a Van Damme monument in Kabbalah, Azerbaijan. I should go to both of those places. What was his? What's the Steven Seagal incident? Oh, that's oh. another man that I could loop in with. Um, Stallone and uh, Pacino. How do you feel about Pierce Brosnan? Should he be on Broadway? I think so. I think he should be on Broadway in a play. I, I don't think know. that man. I don't think that man should sing. I fully, with my whole chest, was about to look at you and go, "I think we should reopen Mamma Mia." Oh god. And I believe that with every bit of my soul. I believe that because I think that he loves doing Mamma Mia so much. I would love Mamma it's Mia. One of those to come back. It's like how I feel about Russell Crowe and Lemes. He loved it so much. He worked so hard. And I can see that. Like you can tell and it shows. And it's But beautiful. the difference between those two. Yes. The difference between those two is yeah. Mamma Mia is camp and Lemes is supposed to be taken seriously. <laughs> So Mamma Mia is more forgiving. My favorite argument for like Russell Crowe and Les Mis is when people are like, well, he's in a band. That does not mean you can sing. <laughs> <laughs> not even a little bit. And it's so funny when they say that because I'm like, y'all, what kind of band is he in though? The best it- argument, the best argument for Russell Crowe and Les Mis, I will say this, is somebody said, well, you're not supposed to like yes Javert. that's a very yeah so that's very not being able to sing and makes him that much more good, unlikable exactly and i was yeah, like you know which what? is true we're going with that one 
I because here's the thing, unpopular opinion. I love Russell Crowe in Les Mis. I love it. I, mean, I eat it up. I don't care. I eat that up. I think it's great. I just love Russell Crowe. I think he's a gem. Okay. Have you seen The Nice Guys? You might like The Nice Guys. No, nope. it's very good. One of my favorite no, movies. I don't know how I am so out of the loop with everything that happens all the time, and yet I know little things about everything else. Like I know, Do you know anything about, about the nice guys? Things. <laughs> I know. I I told you I was at, once at a baby shower, and it was like, yeah. oh yeah, and there was like the song thing. And everyone was like, pick songs with the word baby, and I ate and drew a blank because of embarrassment because I was like, it's yeah. all about me show tunes. Um, games like two, that I always draw a blank like I cannot think of anything on every song that was on our what ended up on our list I was like I've never heard of these songs before. like baby by Justin Bieber Katie was like what's that give <laughs> <laughs> like, me baby one more time who's she we don't know her <laughs> don't know um okay my next She's prediction Angelia we don't know <laughs> my next prediction um that Jersey Boys thing is finally released with Nick Jonas that they I hope two so years <laughs> God, we've been waiting forever. We've been waiting forever, but also at the same time, is anybody really waiting for it? I was. I'm I'm just curious about it. I just think that <clears throat> Jersey Boys is another one of those. It's a comforting thing for me. I don't know why. I'm like very comforted by Jersey Boys. So like, yeah, I want it. Like now, <coughs> like yes. Um. Okay. And my last thing on here. Yes. I think Taylor Swift is going to venture into some sort of Broadway. Whether that, I, that's what I literally, it says producing question mark. Yeah, I can see I her being gonna, like a producer. I wouldn't be like surprised if she produces, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if she produces that um, Florence Welch Gatsby. I can see that. Like Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey's a Broadway producer now. We love it. So is John Legend. John Legend yeah. won, a to- won a Tony for um something. So we're a lot of people. Something a lot of people really. are producers. Everybody that hopped on that, um, hopped on the strange loop, um, producing oh, yeah. train because that was like a lot of celebrities at the last minute. A lot of people, was yeah. They're all like, "This too? is do what?" <laughs> Wasn't like RuPaul on that too? Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of like random celebrities at the very last minute. Yeah, they were like, "This is gonna win." I need my name attached to it. I need an egot. <laughs> That's the easiest way to get an EGOT. It truly, Isn't that crazy? Do you know what bl- throws me off? And I'm going to use this as an example. Mm-hmm. And I'm not using it because I dislike this character and this show. Mm-hmm. The fact that Ben Platt has a Grammy and Tony and an Emmy mm-hmm. all for the exact same thing mm-hmm. makes me irrationally angry. No, I, I feel that way. I get Why that. do these people get Emmys for yeah. the role they do on Good Morning America? Like, it will forever piss me off that people were mad that Hamilton wasn't nominated for Oscars. And I'm like, why would it be? It was nominated for Emmys for no reason. I, like, I don't under Like, I did not understand that, like, at all. No, I don't understand that make any sense an to option me. to win an Emmy. In fact, no. This is gonna because like- I'm like, a, it's taking spots away from people who like worked their asses off on television shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that pissed me off because like the Hamilton cast, while I love like pretty much all of them, I have nothing against them. It was like every single one of them was nominated, so it was like they took up the entire category. Yeah, 
that pissed me off. Like, I'm like, there are other people. There are so many other things. Like, I can give them Grammy and I can give them Tony. Yeah, absolutely. I, That's the, fine. The Emmy one feels fake. And I know it's, it's not. I know it's not. But the fact that it's literally just the same, you're doing the same thing. And it doesn't feel as deserved, in my opinion. And I hate saying that because, like, they worked really hard on it. And I get that. But it doesn't feel as deserved, in my opinion. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, okay, so, like, Whoopi Goldberg has a Tony for producing, I think, Thoroughly Modern Millie. So she's got Mm -hmm. an EGOT. Mm -hmm. Her Tony is for producing. And you know what? Good for her. I'm indifferent towards Whoopi Goldberg. I. That's fair. I don't care. But. That's fair um yeah I'm always like I do think that not you like we're you and I are on the same page about this yeah we both get yeah it. No, I agree producing, it's like you just threw money behind something right it's not actually like you threw an absurd amount of money behind something that like who's to say you actually believe in yeah or did you just throw your money at it to get an EGOT so like that's what I don't like about it that's what feels icky to me um like when they announced Mariah Carey was like on the producing team for some like a hot I'm like oh yeah okay yeah yeah but yeah anyway so however I do think because here's my here's my hypotheses I think or here's my prediction here's my headcanon yes <laughs> taylor swift is going to produce be a producer on florence welch's gatsby musical and that mm-hmm. gives her the first little like taste of going into broadway because then eventually she's gonna pull a sarah Bareilles slash cindy lopper where she's mm-hmm. gonna write her own musical because that's what i think <laughs> should happen i don't think there should be a jukebox musical of taylor swift music i think taylor no. swift should write her own musical i could see that and not about her life yeah no. I could see that. I don't care about that. Like, I'm just like, we know about your life, sis. We we have all the album. <laughs> we have all the album. <laughs> like, we know. <laughs> oh, God. Like, she's one of those people that I'm like, we know your life, sis. Like, here are the people, here are among the people who, sorry, going back to this whole producing thing. Yeah. Ben Pasek, Justin Paul, Jennifer Hudson, RuPaul, Mark Platt. Uh, oh, Mark Platt's in everything. That makes sense. He's a producer. Don yeah. Cheadle, uh, Alan Cumming, Alana Glazer, Mindy Kaling, and Billy Porter, amongst I, others. I would like you said Alana Glazer, and now like I want Alana Glazer to be in a show or something. Now I'm just That'd thinking nice. about that. I also Don Cheadle. That's another person that I would I would like to see. I feel like he's got some theater in him. Yeah, I would like to see that. Um, I think Don Cheadle is one of the best actors ever. Mm-hmm. I think he's incredible. He's so yeah. good. Anyway, and I like looking at him. He's really attractive. Who? Don Cheadle. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, those are the predictions. Jill, where can people find us online? Um, we are at Thoughts Shared Podcasts on Instagram and TikTok, and I'm at It's Jillian Hayes on Instagram and TikTok as well. If you want to follow me. You can follow me on Instagram at Complete Katie and on TikTok at Katie Fornia. And with that, adieu. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>